0: What's up, it's the Tropical Polar Bears Podcast, I'm Luke Russell. I'm Jayat Stevenson. Welcome to the show. Um, I completely forgot what we were doing for a minute then. We're doing what we're watching. So what we're watching is a new series that we're going to be doing, hopefully going to put them out in the first week or two of every month, where we're both just going to give the top five things that we watched in the previous month. So this is for the month of February. I think this would be a good thing to do because a lot of people were spending so much time at home. I know that the restrictions are looking to be lifted here in the UK and everything and things are gonna be moving forward, but I still think it's gonna be a good thing to do to be able to just give people an idea of what we're watching and then it it could just inspire you to uh, some things you might wanna watch or maybe we'll say a film that you've never seen before and you might think that it sounds interesting. I know that I've watched films that you've recommended quite a bit yeah in the last year and i think you've done the same with films that i've recommended to you haven't you
1: yeah yeah we'll text each other all the time like i'll watch this i'll just watch that like i think you'll like it or whatnot so like if we're doing it we're doing the same thing in uh podcast format and uh hopefully some of the viewers can find new and interesting uh tv and films
0: yeah i think one of the best things you can do for a podcast episode is just take a conversation that we would have anyway and then put yeah. it on camera because they're the most natural conversations percent. all right we're gonna go from fifth to first now if a film is fifth doesn't mean it was a bad film it just means we've watched a lot of good things this month or whatever so it's just gonna be which ones were her, our favorite we'll go fifth first do you want to go first jack
1: uh yeah yeah um yeah, number one, I feel like it's more of a gauge of enjoyability than whether the film's good, if that makes sense. So, yeah,
0: so you're going five first, yeah, go from bottom to top.
1: Yeah, uh, so oh, uh, my number five. So my brother came back over the uh, the lockdown period, and he was he was telling me one of his mates from drama school like a film's come out with him in, and this uh, it was called Schools Out, I think. Um, i think it was yeah and uh it's it's basically about like a, a pandemic and it kills like everyone who's not o-type blood or something like that it's a bit weird and then uh like so is it's,
0: o-type the really rare one
1: yeah it's a really rare one and then a load of school kids like are trying to survive it like right? and there's like a teacher and something like that and like and it's honestly it was like the worst written script i've ever heard <laughs> oh really <laughs> Like I was watching it, and um, honestly, like the f- visually, it was it was really good. I was like, the guy the guy directing this really knows how to to use a camera and stuff like this. Like there were so many cool looking well, I mean, shots. Nine, uh, I mean,
0: nine times out of ten, the director isn't the one that's holding the camera, but
1: oh yeah, yeah, the cameraman direct. Well, the yeah. director's still like in charge of that aspect. though, they're like commanding what they oh, yeah, yeah, want yeah. from the shot. But like this, the script was so one-dimensional, and like, I just didn't feel for the characters at all. but like, bar the well, bad the, guy, the conversations
0: which, like, it, well, the conversations kind of just like, this is bad. Yes, it is. Yeah, We need to yeah, do yeah, something. Yeah, yes we do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it
1: was literally that for the whole thing. It was like a, a video game with like no emotion. Do you know what I mean? And like, oh wow. I there, there was one one character though. I thought the the guy who played the villain, um, actually did all right considering the script.
0: Like, wait, there's a villain. I thought the villain was the virus.
1: No, no. So it's like it becomes a bit like Lord of the Flies, where like one of the kids kind of wants uh, wants to be in charge and he's running things diff- like a bit dodgy. So he kind of becomes a, Is it a bit?
0: is it a little bit like walking dead in the sense that like the zombies are the enemy, but then you've got these other villains within it. that Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 basically. And uh, I've
0: never read, I've never read Lords of the flies. It's not a, it's not a book that we did at school for some, I don't know why, because Adam really liked it. Yeah. If I remember right. Cause he spoke about it a few times and I've never, I've never read it. I, I will read it at some point. But it's just not one that we did at school and I feel like most people that read Lord of the Flies read it at school.
1: Yeah, yeah. I it's a uh, in English literature book, isn't it? Like you do that for one of those exams. Um it's basically like a load of kids get stranded on an island and then they create their own like uh system of like a guy is at at the top and then every, like in charge of everyone and then it slowly gets more and more corrupt as it goes on and becomes more like a a dictatorship where the kids are just like murdering each other like because they spoke out against them do you know what i mean it is it's a bit of a commentary on uh like modern day politics and so far like but like the the film kind of went that angle with it which i thought was a cool angle but they just the script was terrible and that, like the guy playing the villain did the best with what he could, and I, I actually thought he did all right. So fair play to him. But if you want to waste, like whenever too... I
0: hear someone, whenever I hear someone say like a sentence like that, like I, I did the best with what they could, always makes me think of that film True Story, with yeah. um oh why do, why can I not remember his name? Uh, Dave Franco.
1: The, yeah, and it's got and uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've and, watched and it, but I can't he, remember he, it. He, he, He writes
0: this story uh, and I think that he manufactures a story of of these kids. I think it's like Kids in Africa or something where... It, he took all these stories and then made it about one person and made it sound as if it was all the same thing. And in the trailer, he always goes, "I did the best with what I had." And it always, <laughs> whenever I hear someone, whenever I hear someone say a sentence similar to that in my head, I'm always like, "I did the best with what I had." <laughs> I really just goes straight back to Jonah Hill. <laughs> but If but, if you want to waste so, two hours
1: of your life, I, I'd recommend it.
0: So what would you give it out of five stars? Uh, one that's another star. thing that we're gonna do with the. <laughs> that's another thing we're gonna do with the what we're watching is just give like a star right You're gonna give it a one star. One
1: star. Man. One star. Was it enjoyable because it was bad? Was it? Uh, nah. Was <laughs> it was like I've got another one coming up that was enjoyable because it was bad, but this one wasn't enjoyable at all. It's the, it's the most painful film I've ever watched. So. Oh wow.
0: Well, um, well, my my number five is Wandavision. Um, I think the last episode of it actually came out this month because I think it, I think it was last week that it came out. Yeah. So I'm gonna just factor that in, even though that it's technically March. Um, yeah. Watch watch the whole season. I I started watching it when I think there was like four episodes out. So for the first four episodes, I just binged them in one evening. And then after that, I had to wait weekly. And yeah, it was pretty good. I feel like I've not watched that much, like that many different things this month. So it's, there's not going to be that much of a variety in my top five. But I'll put One Division in my top five. I do think it was good. Um, mm. I enjoyed the fact that it was a bit different to a lot of like Marvel stuff. And then the last episode kind of becomes like our very typical Marvel, which is strange for me to say because I really like Marvel but it's kind of like you get something really refreshing in it being so different the whole season and then when the last episode is very marvel you're kind of like oh well I was actually enjoying this this it being different thing yeah but yeah. I think they I think they set up going forward quite well with the show I'm not gonna say anything I definitely don't think we're in the realms yet where it's fair to talk about spoilers and everything uh, I think that you get like two months to watch something and then if you've not seen it you just you you had your chance do you know I, I i mean? think i think but with
1: that kind of thing with tv shows a bit longer a bit longer time to so it takes a while to get through a tv show but with films, yeah i feel like well this two weeks with a film well, Wanda,
0: yeah, yeah well wonder vision is is meant to be a standalone season as far mm. as i'm aware they're not doing a season two of it or anything like that so this is going to be one of those things that's kind of like if you've still not seen it in a few months time you probably just don't care about the subject matter that much. Yeah, you, know you I mean? can't
1: complain about the spoilers if you've not managed to watch it in, the, in a. No, two it's months, it's like you know when I mean, before
0: there. before I'd started watching Game of Thrones, I would see spoilers on Facebook mm. all the fucking time, and I never really complained about it or anything because I was like, oh well, I'd, I just don't watch it. Yeah, and then when yeah. it came to me watching it, that that was the point where I was like. All right, well, I need to make sure I don't see any new spoilers for the season that's airing at the moment because I'm trying to catch up. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So I'd put Wonder Vision as my number five, Uh I think I'd give it a three star.
1: Three star. Um, yeah. I do. I do
0: think. I do think it's quite good. I think the reason it only gets like a three is because it's kind of hard to grip you in it. Each episode for a while is based in a different decade almost, and it's meant to be like a sitcom. So episode one is like the 50s, and then it's the 60s, then it's the 70s. So for someone of our age range, we're in our 20s. Watching something from the 50s is a bit... Do you know what I mean? Like to watch a sitcom from the 50s probably isn't something that you're going to connect with all that much. So for yeah. them to base the first episode in the in like a 50s sitcom is can be a bit hit and miss. But I did like the change. It was just... It was a little bit like how I said to you with The Mandalorian Season 1, when I recommended you watch it, I said, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you probably won't finish it. It's really good, but there's probably just elements to it that aren't going to grip you in unless you're a Star Wars fan where you're going to be like, no, I want to watch the next episode. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's a bit like that. But all right, what's your number
1: four? Uh, Number four was Willy's Wonderland with uh, Nicholas Cajun it's okay. kind of like a, a FNAF oh. Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing like he's he's locked in a uh, like a pizzeria or like we call it like restaurant and um, these animatronics are coming after him like it's it was it wasn't like a scary film it was like the complete opposite it was just like the goofiest Weirdest film I've ever watched. And, like it definitely goes that's under. A, that's
0: a lot of Nicolas Cage, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of Nicolas Cage.
1: Nicolas Cage, to... Cage doesn't say a single word in the whole film, and I, I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, no other actor would really? probably. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Like, there's no. He has no lines. <laughs> he just grunts every now. Is he now the main character? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you say this is on Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, no, I paid for it and I'm, I rented it. I think so. It's like three ninety nine uh, or I'll, something. I'll have to watch it. It's, it's definitely worth watch a watch. It it, it, it it definitely goes under the so bad it's good kind of category of film.
0: They and you said that it's quite like Five Nights at Freddy's.
1: Yeah, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's, but they didn't go the horror route and they went like the cheesy, Sharknado kind of route. And like, fair play to him. Like, if you. If they went the horror route, they would have definitely got some stick for it. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It, it, that's, that's the thing. Some films, films like Sharknado, you're kind of just like, it knows what it is. Do you yeah. know what I yeah. mean? If it knows what <clears throat> it is, it's kind of hard to critique it too much. Because you're like, well, exactly, it yeah. knows it's meant to be a bit of a joke. If anyone doesn't know much about Five Nights at Freddy's, you should watch our video where we played Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Uh I'll insert like a clip on the screen here now.
1: Of uh yeah, games, def- yeah, definitely
0: give it a watch. We have recorded two more. So I'll have to get one edited and maybe that can come out this month at some point as a follow-up to yeah. uh to this video. But what would you give it out of out of uh five stars then?
1: Uh probably, probably for think-
0: enjoyability then. If it's, not, if it's not a great film, but you're like, but how much did you enjoy it? Like, what, what would you give it?
1: Uh, if I was rating it properly, it probably would probably be like a three or a two star. But, like, out of enjoyability, I'd definitely give it, like, four stars. Like, I had a good laugh Really? It yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it was just a easy film to watch. And, like, if you didn't think too much into it, then, like, it wasn't too hard to enjoy. Do you know what I mean? But
0: Yeah, I get you. Well, my number four is something that I think I've watched nearly every day since like somewhere like the first or second week of February. I watched three episodes of it today. I'm proper hooked on it. And that is Ink Master. So I'm really enjoying Ink Master at the moment. And for anyone who hasn't watched it, for anyone I've recommended to watch it, the way I've described it is it's The Apprentice... But with tattoo people, with tattoo artists, so it, they they have to do these these silly challenges, which are like um, they're called flash challenges, where they will one of them was they got this big uh, like drywall canvas and they had to make an art image out of just nails, just banging loads of nails in and everything like that. And the judges are brutal, man. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. your lines weren't straight enough, and it's like. They're doing it with a medium that they've never done before and they just don't care. They're like, no, this is, this is bad and everything. And then whoever does the best in that one gets an advantage going into the elimination tattoo in that episode. So human canvases will come in. So the people who are going to get their tattoos uh, tell, tell them what they want. And then the person who won the flash challenge will decide who does each tattoo and if someone turns around and is like, Oh, I want a massive dragon right here down my ribs, they know well that's no one wants to do that tattoo because rib tattoos are difficult. Yeah. People don't realise how people don't realise how painful a rib tattoo is until you get a rib tattoo. I've got a tattoo on both ribs and they were my most painful tattoos and they were probably they are some of the quickest tattoos I've done because I've just got lettering. I've just yeah, got big yeah. bold lettering.
1: Isn't so, the, the worst the ones... ones like back of your leg in it or some? Is it your calf? I I think
0: no, I don't think calf is that bad. I I mean I got a calf tattoo, but it was like a ten minute. T- I just got my friend's name on uh, the back of my calf. Yeah, uh, I th- back when I,
1: when I was like eighteen. I d- I don't know where it is on the leg, but I remember uh, Callum's dad telling. Him- me brandon and a few I think of it people. Mi-
0: i think it might be the um is it the achilles or the ace yeah the it ACL, might, might you know, be the, around the there because
1: yeah, yeah, the he was a tattoo artist and he said like people pass out when they get get ones there like because of how painful. yeah it, I, I think
0: it. i think that's more more what it would be but it is really good um and the thing is since i was 18 i think i've gotten a tattoo every year of my mm. life since i was 18. And then I was planning a tattoo last year, and then the pandemic happened, and everything. So I haven't been able to get it. And the, the the person I go to, brilliant tattoo artist. He does some amazing work. He's based in Lincoln, so it's really a matter of I have to travel to Lincoln for me to be able to get my tattoos. Mm. And he's done he's done three of my tattoos so far, and I can't. It it's, it's very. I feel like I'd want something very particular to go to someone else. I I, I trust him I kind of just say these are the kind of the elements that I want to do and then I I, I kind of let him run with it kind of thing and he always does something really good but this show has made me just crave I'm like as soon as tattoo shops are open again I'm going and getting like three new tattoos I just just need to get some more tattoos so Ink Master is my number four uh, my number four I'll give it like I'll give it like a four star in terms of like entertainment watchability it's a nice easy show to watch if if it's like 11 o'clock at night and we want to be in bed by about midnight kind of thing i'll just be like oh should we just pop an ink master episode on and they're like 45 minutes so they're just an easy watch and they are funny because people just rinse each other on there like they don't hold back whatsoever they'll just be gunning for each other and everything it it, is good but yeah so i think i think i'll give it a four star on like enjoyability for me yeah so uh, what, what channel what you, what, did you what, say it was on? Put...
1: Just in case people are wanting to watch.
0: It's all on Prime for free. On Prime. It's all on Prime for free. I kept getting stuck watching uh, clips of it on Facebook. Yeah. You scrolling down, and then an Ink Master clip would come up, and or I'd watch a video, and then you know when you get suggested ones underneath, it would always be down there, and I'd always end up watching a half an hour video on Facebook, just stuck watching it. Just looking at all these different tattoos people are doing. And then eventually I was like, oh, I need to find out what it's on. And I found that it was on Prime. And yeah, I've been watching it since. So if anyone, if you're interested in tattoos, and I think it's a good way of getting inspiration for if there's anything you want to get. And it's good to understand what an artist has to go through to do a tattoo. What is achievable in a certain amount of time. Because normally it's like six hours that they get. And then what is realistic to be able to get as well because most people for their first how are really picky so it's it's unreal going in uh, going into the show and just seeing how picky people are with with like certain things so it's good to kind of see see things from their point of view do you know what i mean Because yeah. i feel like you never really you never never really get to do it and it's much better than that uh, Tattoo Fixers. You know that, um, the one that was on Channel 4? Yeah, Someone would yeah. come in, they had a bad tattoo, they wanted to get it covered up, it's way better than that.
1: But yeah, I yeah I'd, I'd give
0: it a four stars for, like in, for enjoyability and everything, and for how much I enjoy it. But what, what did you put in your number three?
1: Uh, number three is probably my first TV show. So my dad's been watching uh, on Amazon Prime, like the free section, a uh, program called Hunting Hitler. And, like, I walked through oh. while he was watching a few of the episodes and I just kind of got sucked in. And, uh, like, it's it's basically about all the... So, after World War Two, like, all the, a load of Nazis, like, fled to Argentina and places like that. And they, like, escaped through Spain and sailed across. And it's, like, following all these uh, different secret passages and stuff they built into their army bases and like all these different s- secret underground submarine bases in spain all the way over to like mansions uh, out in the jungle in argentina that they they built to hide uh, nazi members in and they're like trying to find out if it was possible that hitler uh, escaped at that in that uh, time period and, uh, I was gonna say, so
0: is it like a documentary? Se- it's not fiction. It's is it, like no, no, no. It's series. a
1: it's a documentary. So they they go oh. go through like analyzing evidence, like interviewing people, and there's like all these big communities of like uh, ex Nazis, like in little villages, like and they look like German villages, but they're in Argentina, and it's crazy. And like they're all hardcore like oh. Nazi and everything like that. Like uh, they're they're asking some of them like, oh, uh, they where did your dad serve and stuff like this and they're pulling out pictures and like medals from like that time period like they're super proud oh my god super proud their parents were like SS soldiers and stuff like Is it's really bizarre and it's I think like just the uh, all the different they've
0: just got their own little racist community kind of oh, thing oh I mean, yeah
1: like, 100% 100% man it, wow it's, it's 100% worth a watch I, like they're they haven't really found too much solid evidence that Hitler did es- escape to Argentina, um, like without spoiling it f- so far from what I've seen. But like purely based on all these like secret passages and mansions and stuff they find like f- along the way, like it's definitely worth a watch. And it's like it's crazy to think that all these different things. Yeah, are, I might I might built. have to
0: give it a watch. You know, it does sound it does sound really interesting because there's a lot of people that think. Mm. The, because Hitler killed himself, right? If I remember right, yeah, he killed. Could... Oh, well, that's 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 the idea. There's a lot of people that think that he didn't, and that he actually escaped. I've seen some people saying like, "Oh, he's still alive today," and I'm like, "No." Do you realise how did. old he has to? He has to be like 130 years old. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, "Don't yeah. be silly." Like...
1: I, I think it's <laughs> but... possible they escaped because by some of the evidence they show, is like they tested uh, his remains in quotation marks that the Russians had and it was like it matched the DNA of a girl, so it couldn't have been him, and uh, stuff like this. And they know the Russians don't know for certain, and I think Stalin even said he thinks Hitler might have got away. So there's a there's a lot of evidence both ways. It's just it's an interesting show, and I definitely would recommend it as a watch. Yeah,
0: i I think I think I'd give it a what? What would you give it out of five stars then? Um,
1: so from what I've seen so far, so I walked in. By like halfway through season one when my dad was watching it, so I've just gone back and I'm watching it from the start. So from what I've seen, Catching I'd, up. I'd yeah. probably give about five stars. So we'll see if season two yeah. uh, carries on at that that level.
0: I think I think it's something I I'll, I'll probably take a look into watching. I think Holly would probably enjoy watching it as well. Like yeah. we watched a really good one on um, what's it on? Is it on Prime? Did you say? Yeah, where, it's where, where on is it?
1: on the free section on Prime. I think season Prime 3 they has a lot of do. little Prime's
0: got a lot of little gems like that like some oh, shows yeah, yeah. And, and documentary series that you wouldn't expect to find like I, the thing is I don't think the user interface on Amazon Prime is that good I like, yeah it's hard it to find yeah, yeah it's hard yeah. to find something decent but if you do find something decent like it's, it's nine times out of 10, it's on. It's very rare that I'm scrolling through Netflix and I'm like, oh, there's this amazing film that's been on Netflix that I didn't know that was on there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But
0: we watched a good one on Disney plus that was about, uh, Tutankhamun. And, um, they like fully analyze all of the, all of the stuff that came out of that. Um, I can't remember what the like the tomb kind of thing. Like, is that, is that the word? Yeah. 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 Uh, Is that the
1: word? Tomb, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Where so buried. Though,
0: but he was, be- yeah, he was buried with loads and loads of his stuff and everything. And, and a, a lot of it went straight into boxes and went straight into storage and never saw the light of day again. So they get everything out because they've got like a billion dollar new museum over there, mm. over in Egypt, where they're putting everything in there. And through them being able to analyse everything... And rebuild certain things like using uh, like 3D models, like technology on the computer and everything. They find a lot of information out about Tutankhamun that we never knew about before. Things like um, I, I think I think one of the things was that it's possible that he was like an an, an incest baby, like he was he was a product of incest because apparently that was like quite a big thing. It's annoying because yeah, I watched they think it he as soon as Disney Plus like, came out.
1: They think he might have been. Uh, uh, like heavily impacted by that that fact. Like, it, wasn't he it meant to be like his legs kind of disabled? His legs, something?
0: yeah, yeah. I think his legs were. It's something that I think I'd watch again. Mm. But I watched it when Disney Plus first came out in the UK. I think it yeah. was like the first thing I watched. So it's kind of hard to remember all the details. I'll have to but... check that
1: one out for sure.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean about like things like Disney Plus and Prime. They have these little gems. Yeah, but yeah. But number, number three for me is a no-brainer. If you watch this, you're going to put it in your top five. I watched The Incredibles for the first time in ages last month. Man, I really enjoyed it. I really film, liked man. it when I was a kid. I really liked it when I was a kid. And then when Incredibles 2 came out, I was really excited for it. But then never got around to going to see it. And I've still not seen it. So I re-watched Incredible The Incredibles, and then in the next few days I'll I'll probably end up watching number two. I've I've watched quite a bit of um of Pixar and stuff recently. I watched A Bug's Life recently. I watched Cars, which has always been one of my favourite Pixar films. We're gonna watch through the Toy Stories. Disney Plus is probably the streaming service
1: that I'm watching the most at the moment. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, I think
0: the, the Incredibles is on there for me. For me,
1: Incredibles definitely is one of the best uh, Pixar films. It's in that golden you know, age. You know of, how I am with... Like, there's that golden yeah, age yeah, of yeah, everything yeah. they did was perfect. Like, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1. they just like, couldn't miss. Monsters, I Inc. Miss. Like, it was just banger after banger. Like, I think the newer ones now are a bit too complex. Have you watched Soul?
0: No, I've not seen that
1: yet. I, I thought that one was a bit too, like... a bit too much going on in that one and same with inside out like i got the mess i get the message on both of them but like it's just a bit over complicated i feel like if i was a kid watching them i wouldn't have sat through them but i'll get you like the early ones
0: yeah mate the incredibles is is banging and yeah you know i love a bit of jazz music and the music in incredibles is brilliant yeah yeah it is so good i was watching it and holly sat there and i'm like and i like remembered it all like Like, oh mate i I really enjoyed it it's it's five stars for me I you can't go wrong i don't think you can watch incredibles and say it's not a great film so, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't even entertain the idea. I can play devil's advocate with a lot of things, mm. not with The Incredibles. It's just, it's a landslide,
1: amazing film. So, all right, what, uh, what's your number two? Uh, my number two, it's like a follow-on from the Hunting Hitler kind of thing. So it's a similar, it's like a film version of like an aspect from that. It was called Operation Finale, and it was on Netflix. And it's a film about okay. uh, in the sixties. These uh, like Israel hunted down one of the Nazis in Argentina. I think his name was Adolf Eichmann, and they sent a load of like Jewish spies to go capture him and bring him back. And it, it was wow. it, it was a very very good film. Uh, like it is weird. Like half of it is them um, kind of like setting up this big kidnapping, and then the other half is them like in. Uh, in like a safe house in Argentina, trying to like get him to agree to come to Argentina because of like political issues and stuff like this. Like, but yeah, I, uh, that's a like very interesting film and I'd definitely recommend it. So I, I put that about four and a half.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I, I saw something a while back and I didn't finish it because I would always put I was looking for something to watch late at night. Mm. I was just like, oh, I just want something engaging that I can watch and then go to bed uh, Like afterwards. I actually like watching complex things before I go to sleep sometimes, and I don't yeah. know why. It's, it's, it's almost like I want my brain to hurt so I can then just... My brain's tired and I can go to sleep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I watched this thing and I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. I'll, I'll edit it into the screen so that people can have a look at it but it was a netflix documentary if i remember right and it was this geezer who they thought was i think his name was ivan the terrible no. and he was a um like he was a nazi who worked in one of the camps and everything and he was meant to be this like really horrible person and they think he escaped to america and then got a job in like a ford factory So years and years down the line, they found this guy and they said, we think you are this guy. So they put him on trial for being that guy. And the whole thing about is about whether or not he is this person. And I don't know why I never finished it because I was really intrigued by it. I got a few episodes in. It's quite difficult because pretty much all of it is in another language because um, I can't remember where it is the... I Can't remember where. I don't want to butcher what country it is that he's on trial for. For it in, I think he's in trial in like Israel or something. Might, yeah, I think um, Israel
1: trialed a lot of. Uh...
0: Yeah, so either I, that think might he, be I think West it's Israel that he's.
1: It might be Germany. What was that? it would be one of the two.
0: No, 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 no. It was. It wasn't Germany. It wasn't Germany. Ah, okay. So I think it was Israel. So the whole thing is in another language, pretty much, and you have to watch the whole thing with subtitles. So. I think I just fell out of watching it for some reason, but I think I'll re rewatch it soon. And I think it's one that you should give a watch because I know that you like all of that
1: yeah, that yeah. like
0: historical documentary type stuff. So I definitely recommend watching it. And it's all about whether or not this guy is this guy kind of thing. It's a, it's a bit different, but it's a little bit like you know. Have you seen Miracle on Thirty
1: Fourth Street? Um, no, I don't think so.
0: Well, the whole film is about putting this guy on trial for whether or not he's the real Santa basically oh okay so (laughs) it's like it's it's this whole idea of putting someone on trial for whether or not they are who they say they are or if they're someone else so I know it's a very different comparison but it's the only other cinematic or like tv show experience that i can think of where someone's being put on trial trial for whether or not they are a a certain person
1: does the documentary may like give good evidence that it's not him
0: Uh, it it kind of shows both sides yeah Yeah. it 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 brings in different experts and everything on both sides and everything to to give the reasons why it would or wouldn't be this person but i i don't i don't know why i didn't finish it and it's going to annoy me now so i'll re-watch it and it might appear in one of our top fives for next month's video yeah but all right my number two plain and simple don't need to talk about this one too much infinity war um i watched through uh all of the avengers films recently just just randomly fancied it uh in a, in a couple of evenings um it was when I watched one I was watching WandaVision and then once I caught up I was like I kind of want to watch some more Marvel stuff now so I watched um I didn't watch the first Avengers actually come to think of it I didn't watch that I went straight into Age Voltron because that's the one where Vision is created so that felt like the the perfect one for me to jump in at and then straight after I watched Infinity War and then I watched Endgame best out of all of them for me is Infinity War I think that film is is pretty flawless mm. uh, it is it is pretty damn good uh, a yeah. little bit better than endgame in my opinion i but watching endgame this time round, i really enjoyed it and i didn't have issues with things that i had issues with it in the past i'm a pretty big marvel fan but yeah and i know of course there's a load of other things that you should watch in between watching age of ultron then infinity war but I know all of that stuff that happens off by heart. So I don't feel like I need to watch all 20 films just to be able to yeah, watch Infinity yeah, yeah. War. Do you know what I mean? But I, I I, agree I'd with give you Infinity know, War five stars.
1: Infinity War, I think, is probably the best one. Like, the villain wins. Do you know what I mean? Like, what, what's better than that?
0: <laughs> exactly. So Exactly. And I remember when I went to see it, um, it was a struggle to get tickets so everyone was kind of just doing their own thing trying to just make sure they got a ticket to go see it at the midnight release so I didn't watch it with anyone but then when I finished watching it I came outside and met up with uh, like Damo Rayson uh, Sophie uh, I think Mallet was it so it was a bunch of different people and we were all just like <gasps> like we were all shaking, like our hands were shaking from having watched it of how much adrenaline was going through us yeah, and everything yeah. like it was one of my favorite movie going experiences and then Endgame game as well huge like just amazing experience watching it when certain things happen midnight releases are the best way to watch films yeah there's gonna be talking there's gonna be cheers but you'll be involved in it do you know what i mean like yeah, when yeah. certain things happen just in case anyone hasn't seen it i don't want to give away certain things but like when certain things happen everyone in the room was like oh like and and they're just the best film experiences in in my opinion if i go watch it on like a wednesday afternoon i don't want anyone talking in the background or anything obviously yeah, yeah. but when it's just a room the thing is when you go to a midnight viewing it's a room full of people that are passionate about that film if you go watch a star wars film best time to watch it is at a midnight release party oh yeah 100 percent
1: yeah, you get people screaming and all sorts, it, it, it's definitely- You get people
0: dressed up, everything, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so good. The Everyone's atmosphere wearing is probably... their Marvel t or their Star Wars T-shirts, it, yeah, the atmosphere's yeah. brilliant, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah,
1: the the atmosphere definitely outweighs, like, watching the movie and hearing every single bit, you know what I mean? Like If you go midnight, then expect... it's- And that's
0: something I, I cannot wait for when things after the pandemic eventually hopefully get back to normal and everything. That is one thing that I'm going to be really excited to be able to do is to go see a new Marvel film, or a, I'd lean more towards Marvel because I get a little bit apprehensive with the Star Wars films. I've got I've got trust issues with Star Wars now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I with I the last trilogy, sure. it gave me trust issues with them. So, yeah, um, yeah. We're going to see. Whereas with a Marvel film, I always know that I'm going to be happy. So, I'm really excited to one day hopefully be able to go to a midnight viewing again for it. But yeah, I'd I'd give Infinity War five stars. I can't complain about it. But, alright, what's
1: your number one? Right, number one is probably the weirdest film I've ever watched. But it was was weirdly good. So, I watched Swiss Army Man. Have you heard of that film? It's about...
0: I've never heard of it.
1: It's about... uh, a guy who finds a dead body washed up on the beach, and his dead body can do like all these weird magical powers. It's
0: <laughs> so it's so fucked up. He's... I bet this is on Prime. I bet this is on Prime.
1: Guess who? Uh, I paid I paid for it. like rented it on Prime. It wasn't free on Prime. Though. Oh, God. Okay. so okay. guess who like, plays this seems the like dead like body? Such a prime film. Guess who plays the dead body? Are you say
0: Nick? Is it Nicolas Cage?
1: No, nah, no, nah, it's uh, Daniel Radcliffe. And uh, he's just playing, really? yeah. He's just, for about an hour and a half. He's playing a dead guy, and it's like it's the weirdest role he's ever done. Oh, it's a crazy. What did you film. say this film's called Swiss uh, Army Man? Swiss Army Man, yeah. Like, right. I, I don't, I don't want to ruin it too much by like over-explaining it or anything like that. So, but well, I was watching it, and I was like, how's this director made something so engaging out of this ridiculous concept? Like like i was genuinely i don't want to watch it i was genuinely hooked on this film and i was like what is this what else has this director done because this is like this is kind of mad and and uh, me and my brother had a look and like he's barely done anything notable like that other than that and it's it blows my mind that he that someone could make that concept work like
0: So, so it's about a person who finds a dead body. Dad, Daniel Radcliffe plays the dead body. Who plays the person that finds I, him? I is he like a notable actor? Or? Uh,
1: I can't remember. I don't, I, I don't know the actor. He might be in like big, but I, I don't know. It's such a random film for Daniel Radcliffe yeah, but, to pop up in. Base, like this, so this is the first scene, for example. So I don't, I don't think this is spoilers. The, the main guy is about to hang himself on the beach, right? And then a body gets washed up, so he goes over to see, like, hang on a minute, what's going on here? And then, like, he just re- finds out this dead body can do weird shit, like, swimming, like, starts farting, and then, like, turns into a jet boat. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> it's so weird, man, you gotta watch it. Too. <laughs>
0: What, what, are you, what are you giving it out of five stars? Five.
1: <laughs> I knew you was.
0: I knew you was.
1: I don't even think it's a bad film that's good. It's like, it's weirdly good. It's a good film. I don't know why. The worst part is I really
0: want to watch it now and I'm going to have to pay to rent this film. Like... All of our friends be... are going to watch this and go and rent this film. And Amazon are going to be like, why are so many people renting
1: this film all of a sudden?
0: <laughs> oh, oh I'll, 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 I'll give it a watch. I'll give it a yeah, watch. Man, Swiss Army Man, be... yeah? Swiss
1: Army Man, yeah.
0: I'm going to get Holly to watch it and not tell her anything about what <laughs> she loves Harry Potter. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. she sees it's Daniel Radcliffe, she's just going to be like, what am I watching? Oh, mate,
1: 100%. <laughs> you're... You'll get you'll get about ten minutes in and you'll be like, "What the fuck have you put on, Luke?" That, that'll, that'll be the exact exact reaction.
0: I might I might um, it was a, a while back I recommended Holly's parents watch Uncut Gems, which is that Adam Sandler yeah. film, which I thought was really good. And after they watched it, they went, "Luke, what was that shit you made us watch? That was terrible." I might recommend them to watch this to be like. Best film I've ever seen. It's, a, it's amazing. It's worth the £4 <laughs> to rent it. And then they rent it, watch it. And they're like, Luke, what is this? They <laughs>
1: refuse
0: to watch... Break. They now don't trust my recommendations. So when I keep telling them that Breaking Bad is really good, they won't watch it out of principle because yeah. I made them watch Uncut Gems and they didn't like it. So <laughs> I think it'd be funny if I if I got them to watch that. Um, my number one pick is... I, it's in my top five favorite films of all time. It is a it's a film I've seen before. It might be in my top three. It's a bit of one out of left field. I th- think a lot of people probably haven't seen it and wouldn't wouldn't know the film. Most people that I re- recommend it to haven't seen it before, and that's the drop. Um, it's not on Netflix or anything at the moment. I, I've got it on I've got it on DVD, Blu-ray, and I have the book. So I watched the film recently uh again love it it's five stars every time I watch it I I never get bored of the film I always pick up like minute little details when I watch it that I hadn't noticed the one before and somehow I never knew it was based on a book I don't I don't know why I didn't know this but I didn't know it was based on a book so as soon as it came up in the credits based on uh a book by uh, Dennis Lehane, who is the person who wrote *Shutter Island*. Mm. Um, I was like, I got to get the book, and I got—I've got the book up here actually. Uh, so I've got the book here. Um, it is two hundred and like seven pages, and I—I f- I- I finished it pretty b- pretty
1: quick. I was
0: like as Whoa. soon as I started it.
1: What's the film called? Again? It was—it
0: was really good. It's
1: called *The Drop*. The Drop. Is that on Netflix or?
0: no no it's, it's not on any on any of yeah. them at the moment it kind of it, it comes on and off of Netflix it's it's on Netflix at times but it's it's a film about uh, the main character is Tom Hardy he plays a character called Bob Saganowski, who mm. is a bartender at a drop bar and a drop bar is where they've kind of got like this uh, organised this crime organisation there and basically to stop so they don't get caught with all their money all the different drug dealers and uh, fences and all of that and everything instead of going and meeting up with the boss to go and give them the money they go to a specific bar every night or a specific business walk in hand them the envelope and then they put it down like a secret chute that goes into a safe underneath the bar so it's a drop bar all of the money goes there in a night and then the organisation come along at the end of the night, it all gets put into like a beer keg or something like that and gets taken away and the police basically never know what, what happened kind of thing. And it can be over a million dollars at a time that's in this one location. So that's crazy. Is this a, in this, a you, real thing? Uh, it's probably got truth to it, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. But I, it's not as far as I'm aware, the characters aren't. Like, it's not based on a, a true story or anything oh, like okay. that but um it's got James Gandolfini who plays Marv uh his name's Cousin Marv in the film who uh, who used to own the bar but now the the crime organization own the bar but he's the manager of the bar kind of thing and they basically get robbed one night and it it all basically just goes off from there and then it's got this uh, this side story it's got two completely different storylines going at, at the same time along this same track but then by the end of the film, they they they're on the same train track. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: like these, two, it's kind of like Game of Thrones has all these different su- stories going along, but then somehow these stories always connect up to each other, and that's yeah. one of the things that's that's always been really good about Game of Thrones. So it's got that side of the story, and then it's got the side where Bob Saganowski finds uh finds a dog in a in like a, in a bin a trash can who's been beaten up and it's all about him taking in this dog uh who, who then becomes like his companion kind of thing like you find out a lot more about that kind of stuff in the book when you find you actually get to uh go more in depth into like why he thinks the way he thinks and everything like that so but yes yeah, so it's it's really good got these two stories going along at the same time and the ending is really good as well like strong ending. it's it, it's a really solid film all together like yeah. I can't I can't complain about the film and that's one of the reasons why it's one of my favorite films of all time it's not action heavy it's not violent heavy it's it's nothing like that there's not much raising your voices there's nothing like that but it's just a really good sol- solid like dramatic film
1: yeah yeah so, i'll have to keep an but that, eye that gets, it
0: that that gets that gets 5 stars from me like all day long yes i, I, that, I really like that film
1: that sounds very much like something i'd watch so I have to keep my uh... yeah,
0: and, and it's interesting because it's 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 Tom Hardy, but it's just like the the way he plays the role is is really good, like it's, it's like the character doesn't really have that it comes across like he doesn't have any confidence. Mm. So and people will say a comment and he'll literally just go <laughs> like and no facial, t- there's no expression on his face or anything. He's just like. Like, it just doesn't like change his face. Like the character is really interesting. So, but yeah, I I definitely recommend it to watch it. I'd say if if you don't want to, I'm sure you can rent it on Prime. But if not, then it it does tend to pop up on Netflix and stuff. But it's it's not on there at the moment.
1: Yeah, okay, so, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for it, man.
0: All right, I think I think both our our uh, top fives are interesting. I think mine is more. Um, mainstream like you've got five things on there that i've a never heard of and well yeah just never heard of kind of thing whereas my five are things that a lot i think quite a few people would have heard of but you did say going into this before we started recording today you did let me know like i've got some weird ones on here that they're they're just a i've just watched really like indie things this this month yeah 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 i
1: understand man i i think like at this point i've I've watched like a lot of the the main like uh films you hear about so I've kind of yeah gone a bit bit below that uh like the surface and kind of found some really weird ones but yeah man we we'll have That's to cool, see we we'll have to see what uh comes up on my list next next month see so if it gets weirder or if it gets more normal. Find out next time <laughs> on Dragon
0: Ball Z. <laughs>
1: well,
0: um, uh, what, what, what was I going to say? I was about to say something. Um It'll be good if anyone who's watching this actually goes and watches any of these films or TV shows. Let us know what you think of them. And if our recommendations were good. And if you have seen any of these things and you don't agree with our rating on them, let us know about that as well. I think that's a uh, that's a good one. I want to get some engagement on on, especially these ones, the ones where we're talking about films are the really the ones where I kind of want to get some conversation in the comments section. We've had a few like the uh, Star Wars one when we rated the Star Wars. It was really good to see people come back Engaging, and hit back yeah. with what they thought were their were their best films, and it was good to see the uh, the order that they put them in. Um, there's probably going to have been a few moments in this video where Jack and I have interrupted over each other it's just a connection thing today i don't think your internet's looking that strong today is it
1: no i I don't think it ever is to be honest with you but
0: it's not normally as as glitchy as what it's been today to be fair so if you do feel like going back and watching any of the other videos that we've got um it's not normally a problem it's just a little bit slower today and we do have quite a few videos on our channel that uh, we've actually filmed in person as well yeah which is quite good but yeah if you enjoyed the video please do let us know drop a like and subscribe i guess if you want to see more as i said earlier we're going to do this every month now i think um and probably we're probably going to try and do it so that it's like the first episode of of every month it'll be the first or second episode of every month yeah but oh and if you have any films that you think that we should watch um so based on these it kind of gives you an idea of what kind of stuff that we like to watch and what we're watching at the moment that's the whole idea of it I feel like that you know that um, once upon a time in Hollywood you know the Leonardo mm. DiCaprio meme where he's holding the drink and he's like ah. and it's like when you're watching a film and they say the title of the film in the film and he's like hoo,
1: hoo, hoo. Yeah, yeah, that's how yeah, I feel yeah. every
0: time we say the words what we're watching with this episode <laughs> yeah
1: yeah
0: but alright yeah cheers for watching
1: cheers see you in the next one